You girls are tripping. Like, put some pants on. It's winter. Yeah, put some pants on. You girls are tripping up there in Boston, man. Hey, welcome to Talk Murder to Me. My name is John, here with my co-host, Nicole and Jen. That's me. On this gloomy Tuesday, it's cold here in Charleston, South Carolina, and we do not like that. But you know what else? Other than being uh, a Tuesday, it's not just gloomy. It's actually one of the bright spots of our week because it's Taco Tuesday, your favorite day of the week. Taco Tuesday, did you guys listen to the uh, Willie Picton episode? I just put it out today. It's got a lot of downloads. That was with our Taco Supremo, Rebecca, and our good friend. It's really funny. Mm. It was. It was a lot of fun to record. We apologize for all the laughter if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. Um, I'm not that sorry, though. It, guys, do you know that it's also Fat Tuesday today? Which is Mardi Gras. Did you guys know that? Why don't you just say Mardi Gras? I don't know. It's fun to say Fat Tuesday because it's like a day that I can celebrate being fat. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, what are we drinking? Fair enough. Well, tonight's hint was physics. And it's very hard to find a cocktail. There's no cocktail called the physics cocktail. So I tried searching... Uh, different drinks named after certain physicists. But then I started looking up drinks for concepts of physics, and what I found was one called anti-gravity. And it's a really cool drink. It's it's layered. It has grenadine, blue curacao, midori, and limoncello, and they're all layered on top of one another. Yeah, it is really cool. The red's at the bottom. What's in the middle? Like black? Blue curacao. And Blue. Then green, then yellow. But that, that kind of mixed a little really bit. really cool. There was, there's a video online that I watched. And the, the reason that they... Well, I don't know if the ice has anything to do with it. Because when they made it, like it didn't blend like this. But um, you put the drinks in order of alcohol content. So the lowest alcohol content to the highest, and it, that's how it layers. Real quick, Jen, can you explain to our audience what anti-gravity is? The opposite of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Jen. Yeah. I like that. Well, what's the difference between anti-gravity and anti-matter? Um, well, I, isn't anti-gravity like sucks you back in or something like that or antimatter it's like doesn't exist it's, it's like a negative isn't it i don't know i'm not a scientist i i didn't do well in in physics i did in high school because i had a really awesome physics teacher and not so much in college because i was just over science at that point i'm super excited though because physics is um not that i'm good at physics but i like science a lot like, I listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson all the time. Boring. No, I actually like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. Neil, come on the Cosmos. show. Come on the show with mm-hmm. us. Talk about mm-hmm. murder. The, the science the Cosmos, of murder. It, it just yeah. it is therapeutic. There's it? only a few podcasts you guys should listen to other than Talk Murder to Me. Talk Murder to Me, obviously, first. Then you should listen to Black Tapes. And then you should listen to... Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And you can go a step further and listen to Star Talk All Stars with Chuck Nice. Hmm. Nicole, where are we going? Who are we killing? 
I think this takes place in Pennsylvania because in my Spell. mind, I'm going to go with alliteration here. Physics in Pennsylvania for whatever reason. I don't know. It's just coming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say this takes place in Philadelphia at a prestigious college, UPenn perhaps, mm. where a physics PhD student loses his mind and kills the people in his doctorate dissertation. I'm sure you would have heard about that on the news. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> I think we're going to Dallas, Texas, and we're talking about JFK and the Magic Bullet. You think I would make that stretch? Yeah, because we talked about this recently during the fireside chat. So you think I'm going to stretch that, and there's no other hint for the JFK that I can make? Yep. So this is a special episode tonight for our Taco Supremo. It's sort of a hometown story, if you will, from one of our great friends and my future stepmother, Nicole's mom. Oh, yay. Yeah. So she says... Wait, not stepmom, mother-in-law. Oh, my future mother-in-law, Nicole's mom. There we go. That's a stepmom. Um, a stepmom oh, would that, be... Like, like if dad. she adopted oh, yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Hi, John. Podcast request. The latest murder case in Boston of Jassy Carrera. Ah. Oh. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> and then she gave me a... A thumbs up and a two hands clapping symbol. (laughs) Mom loves her emojis. Yeah. I've been preparing a story to do, but when your mother-in-law texts you and has a request, then you have to stop what you're doing (laughs) and do a special episode just for her. So that's what we're doing here tonight on a Tuesday It's gloomy outside. It's in Charleston, South Carolina. I wonder what the hint has to do with this story. Interesting. Can't Mm. wait. Tell me what do you know about this story? Because I know you know about this story. Um, Yes, I have seen, because I'm originally from Massachusetts, Jen, I don't know if you've seen similar things, Mm -hmm. but I've seen a lot of people from back home share this story on social media. All I know is that she is a young girl. She left a nightclub recently went missing and i do know that she was found in the trunk of a car jesse korea our carrera either one i say i don't know the news stations say carrera we are talking about a very heartbreaking story tonight now this case is still ongoing they have caught the suspect oh and i'm gonna go through everything that we know so far everything i'm telling you as of today taco tuesday the 5th of March is everything, I mean, every dotted I, cross T that the police know so far. And there might even be information that come in during this podcast. But I'm hmm. going to give you everything that we know so far. Right now, I'm showing them Jassy's Facebook profile. And I kind of think it's weird about the whole remembering. But this is her Facebook profile. It's been converted into a legacy profile from Facebook where mm. someone dies and they hmm. memorialize it. I didn't it, which, know that was which, a thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's super weird, personally. Maybe not as weird as just keeping it active. Yeah. Yeah. 
I if I ha- I don't have Facebook, but if I did, I definitely wouldn't want this to happen if I die. I just want it to be deleted. Now we're going to February twenty fourth. You have a mutual friend. Oh shit, I do. I went to elementary school with him. Oh, really? That's yeah. crazy. I wonder if I have any mutual friends. Nicole has a mutual friend with Jassy. That's nuts. Uh, actually, and his sister was in my grade in elementary school. So he was a grade or two, a grade older, I think. And his sister, Stacy, was my grade. And they actually lived actually a couple streets down from me, huh. like walking distance. Now, I couldn't actually figure out what she does for work. At all. I, I have no idea. She didn't post it anywhere. But she's got a lot of modeling pics on here. And I also found a, an Explore Talent page for her. Explore Talent is basically like jobs for actresses and stuff. Hmm. I don't think she was active on it because it doesn't really show anything. But maybe she was working part-time as an actress. We're going to the 24th. Of February, that was a Saturday slash Sunday night. So she was at a club called Venue. Now, this is literally two weeks ago, mm-hmm. less than that. And in fact, she was actually out celebrating her birthday, which again is the same birthday as me on the 26th oh, of February. So she's a Pisces. So she was turning 23, I was turning 33. She is 5'3 and 110 pounds. She has a two-year-old beautiful daughter that is in good custody, not custody, that is in good hands of the family right now. I will put some photos for our Talk of Supremos on uh, talkmer.com. So, And before we get started really diving into this story, I want to say if you want to support the podcast and get some awesome serial killer stickers some band stickers, and a Taco Supremo 2019 special edition shirt, go to talkmer.com slash join and become our Supremo, our newest member, part of our family, and we'll shout you out. We'll show you a lot of love. So this story right here is actually for Supremo. So all, all of our hometown stories are for Supremos. She was last seen Saturday and Sunday night. Leaving the bar, and I'm going to show you the... I found a picture of her, which she was wearing, walking with a friend. She was with two girlfriends. One of those girlfriends hmm. had a guy with her. So it was basically four people. She was at this place called Club Venue, V-E-N-U. Do you guys know where this is? Is that in Providence? It's in, uh, and explain what this is to me. Boston's Theater District. The, oh, so it's downtown Boston. Yeah. So there's um, like the... Boston Opera House and a couple other venues oh, where things um, happen. Like the Wang the, Theater. The Wang. It's it's in the heart of Do downtown Boston. Do you guys know Boston. where this nightclub is? I've never been. Okay. No, I don't think I have. The video I'm showing you, I'm putting on talkmurder.com, is of at 2.12 a.m. Now, that's February 24th, literally last week. This man is what the Boston Police Department they put this video out. They said, look for this man. Do you know this man right here? The police say she was walking with this man, but this video doesn't show her at all, which is kind of weird. I don't know if she was in front. Maybe they didn't want to put out the full video. You know how they do. But I don't see her there. But apparently, from what witness statements claim, she left club venue 
around this time, closing time. Both female friends returned home early when they were asked about, well, where is Jassy? Each one of them said, oh, I thought she was with the other girlfriend. She was wearing, at the time, big hoop earrings, an orange jumpsuit, and a jean jacket. She was seen getting into a red Nissan Altima. The missing person alert came out because this is before they even knew this guy, anything about him. The BPD, Boston Police Department, is issuing a missing person alert and asking for the public to review this video. Shortly after leaving the venue nightclub, Correa was seen in the area of 255 Tremont in Boston in the company of an unknown male at about 2.15. So this video is 2.12, so maybe right after this Mm -hmm. video. She gets into the car, which they say is a Nissan Altima, but it turned out to be a Buick. And it's not the girlfriend's friend. No, it's this guy, which this guy apparently has no relation. So he may have been like, hey, do you need a ride home or something like that? Yeah. It might have been a ruse like that. The suspect from the video is Louis D. Coleman III. He's from he's 32 and he lives in Providence, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear the cases that are close to home. This is what she was wearing. This photo right here is what she was wearing the night of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was walking with a friend, and I'm putting all these pictures for a surprise. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is outside. Yes. And then for some reason, they got split up. Can you bring that picture back? Please note, Taco Supremos, that... This is February in Boston. They were in the middle mm-hmm. of, um, a, like, they are getting storms around this time. So the friend is we're literally wearing a parka with a hood and, like, a skirt that doesn't go past the parka. With doesn't seem to be wearing any tights. You can't... T- you said Jassy was wearing a... Orange jumpsuit. Orange jumpsuit. So you can see that she has technically has pants on. But, like, you girls are tripping. Like, put some pants on. It's winter. Yeah, put some pants on. Your girls are tripping up there in Boston, man. Now, police actually, they found, I mean, they knew this suspect really quick. They put out, all right, we're looking for Louis D. Coleman III. He's 32 years old. He's from Providence, Rhode Island. They immediately go to his apartment. And this is his apartment. He lives in the loft apartments in Providence. Oh, I know where those are. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They're by the mall. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've seen this? Yeah. yeah. Surveillance video from the apartment around the comp- apartment area, and there's also a construction zone right across the street. S- shows, shows Louis D. Coleman, the killer, the suspect, carrying Jassy into the apartment. Really? Okay. Wow. Later. That's pretty fucking damning. Later that night. He leaves with two suitcases in his hand. Oh, no. She never comes out of the apartment. So either she escaped out the back or she's in those damn suitcases. What's up with these fucking suitcases, man? That's weird. I know, know, right? Wait, did I miss something? How did they determine it was him? Well, they saw the video. Yeah. Outside venue. Yeah. They saw her get into his car. Okay. So they traced the plates. Exactly. And then they they basically served a search warrant on his residence. Okay. Yeah. And and they got the, uh, 
they searched the search warrant on his residence. They got the CCTV yep. of her going in and then not coming out. Okay. So she's yeah. either in there. The cops were like, she's in there or she's in these suitcases. Right. And it turns out she was actually in the suitcases. On Thursday at 5.19 p.m. Which is what? The 27th? 28th? Yeah. 20- Tuesday was the 26th. No. So Thursday, two days later. It was the 28th. Yeah. Well, actually, it, they pulled him over way before. It was a high-speed chase. And this car is on 95, and he was going towards Delaware. It was a high-speed chase. They finally got him pulled over that red Buick. Mm-hmm. And at 519, that day is when the police made the announcement of Jassy no longer being a missing person. She's now deceased. Mm-hmm. So they were actually out there. Looking in the suitcase, and they made that announcement. Now, this is from uh, one of the people on Web Sleuths, that forum. Yep. She quotes, The off-ramp from southbound I-95 to Churchman's Road is partially open as officers examine the vehicle, which the trunk is open. A truck from the medical examiner's office arrived at 3.45 p.m. Thursday. So do you guys know where that's at, Churchman's Road? No, that's in that's in Delaware, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I was like, all right, I'm going to do this case, and it's probably going to be just a normal, not normal, but it's just sad case. Mm-hmm. But then I started digging into this guy's background, and his background is really weird. Lewis Coleman holds a master's degree hmm. in experimental physics from Cal State University. Wow. I wonder how many... Um Killers out there are have higher education degrees like that compared to non-higher ed degrees. I would imagine that there yeah. would not be very many with higher education. I mean, you, there are some, like Ted Bundy was one, mm-hmm. but I don't know. If you're a killer and you have a master's degree, please don't contact us, but we're really interested. So find some way to let us know. Yeah, JennaTalkMurder.com. You're looking at Lewis D. Coleman's personal website. Whoa. I want to say not only... Personal website? Not only does he hold a master's degree in experimental physics, he is also a systems engineer Wow. at Raytheon. Oh, my dad used to work for that company. Raytheon is the defense, like, weapons company which is weird right because that is like a top seat that's like a darpa thing and my grandfather used to drive for them he actually developed a a design for a a truck and then someone stole it Hmm. so it the truck one of the trucks that they used ended up using someone else took credit for it but he actually designed it if you contact well if you did contact lewis coleman on his website Mobile development, modeling, the simulation or modeling and simulation experimentation, electrical design. So he did freelance work. Yeah, freelance work. Now here's his one of his theses. My here, read that, Jen. My thesis on the human lung. Plus plethis morgraphy spirometry spirometry and inverse modeling. Okay, now just explain that real quick. Plus mortography. So I, I'm just trying to say this guy is, I mean, he's a very intelligent guy. So what is he doing? He doesn't even fit in the situation. 
Does he? I mean, bizarre. It's really bizarre. That's what got me. I was like, what? I mean, on his website, if you want to read. So, Lewis, it's just lewisdcoleman.com, guys, if you want to go check out this website. It's really interesting to see. Yeah. Can you read those, like, the about me? Lewis Coleman encourages clients to rethink their design process and service by helping them break free from preconceived ideas, refresh team creativity with solutions that make the final product and research highly competitive and maximize savings passed on to customers by helping management minimize project risk, the site says. It's quite the run that sentence. Inspired by the beauty of the universe and always wondering how things work, led Lewis to pursue and graduate with a degree in physics, the site says. His love of computers pushed him to learn about programming, and his curious nature guided him to biomedical and electrical engineering electives during his undergraduate degree. Okay, on his website, he is a developer, an engineer, and a physicist. He actually developed his own sleep app. There's like a timeline here. Like, this is crazy, his website. August 2012, he got a Bachelor's of Science oh, in like electrical. A year older. Yeah. Uh, November 2013, he created his own sleep app, which comes into place. So remember that. he's And actually, his one of his thesis papers, it was something like the physics of the respiration of sleep, I believe. Hmm. Something weird to do with sleep. And a lot of the website has a lot to do with sleep. Like sleeping stuff. So he was really interested in sleep. And if you remember, when he... He, he carried around. Carried, that's why I use that word carried. Because the CCTV showed him carrying. Hmm. So... Maybe he drugged her? Exactly. Maybe he drugged her. Yeah. Uh, there's some news article saying that he developed his own drug and... Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, if he, if you got this physicist that's really smart, he works for freaking Raytheon, the defense weapons and all this stuff. Could have stolen something. He could have did something. He developed his own drug. Maybe it, maybe he didn't want to kill her. It just like threw her over the board. He used too much or something. I mean, who knows? Like, this is speculation, of course, but he did carry her into the apartment. So, drugging is probably the most way Mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah. You know, and his website eerily talks a lot about the science of sleep. That's really eerie. That's eerie thing number one. Now, his Facebook page is very limited. I'll put it on there, but he hasn't actually made a post since 2011. I also throw his Twitter account on there, but he's on talkmar.com. He's not really active on that. He is. The Raytheon systems engineer, Cal State confirmed Thursday that Coleman received his master's degree there. His co-thesis advisor, Professor Thomas Gredig, told The Globe his former student was interested in bioengineering and worked in an electrical engineering lab. Also seen on the video across from his apartment was at local Walmart. He was buying a couple things. So, Jen, if you can read the stuff that he was caught on CCTV buying stuff. And I would like to say, if you're going to do this, a lot of people get caught going into Walmart and buying shit to bury a body. You would think a physicist would have enough common sense not to do that. Just buy things one at a time. The detectives went to that Walmart and was asking if anyone had bought any of this stuff. And they were like, yeah, there's one guy really weird. He was buying all this stuff. 
And this is all the stuff you want to read. So, wait, hang on. So, he they, did they go through his receipts and find this? Or they went to the Walmart and was like, hey, who who's buying all this? They went to the Walmart and then the receipt from Walmart showed all this stuff. Plus, they found all this stuff, like, in the apartment and stuff. Like, for instance, the bleach bottle was found in the dumpster. A dark-colored duffel bag. A pair of new long-handled lo- loppers? What the hell is a lopper? Hmm. A number of plastic garbage bags, multiple items of clothing, a Samsung cell phone. Who has the money to spend on all this stuff? A, a physicist red, that a, works at Raytheon. <laughs> a red plastic gas container, a green butane lighter, a pair of black gloves, a number of charcoal air purifiers, a number of air fresheners, tinted safety glasses, Plastic Walmart bags, work towels, a number of pairs of cloth work gloves. He bought a lot of gloves. A new set of DeWalt pliers, a laptop computer, a computer hard drive or tower, and disinfectant wipes. So it almost looks like, because it says that he got gloves. I regret a pair of black gloves and a number of pairs of cloth work gloves, which makes me think maybe he was planning on doing whatever he was doing to multiple people. Yeah, that's a lot of materials. Mm. Now, the the weird thing is they caught him going to Delaware. I mean, if he was quite a ways away from his apartment. Yeah. If yeah. you got, and I'm not, I know this sounds bad, but if there were two, if they, well, if there was one cut up person in the back of your truck and suitcases, are you going to continue to drive and drive and drive and drive? Or are you going to try to find somewhere to put that? I would drive like now, so you don't get caught. Honestly, I would. I would. Like, where was he going? I would drive I quite the distance away before I felt safe as to where it wouldn't be connected with me, and I would dump one suitcase, and then I would drive like in a totally opposite, unrelated direction, and dump the other half. Well, that's how Jen's going to do it. So, if you guys ever need to catch Jen. Now, this is in three different jurisdictions. The body was found in Delaware. This happened in Boston. The abduction happened in Boston, but he lives in Rhode Island where he took her. Yeah, exactly. The Providence Police Department, working with the Rhode Island Office of General Attorney, filed filed charges on Lewis Coleman, age 32, of kidnapping, failure to report Death and mutilation of a dead body. Failure to report. So that they're not saying that he killed her. She could have died naturally. And he just cut her up, just like Valerie Reyes. Mm -hmm. She hit her head, so I just cut her up and put her in a suitcase. That's cool, right? (laughs) You know? Like, what the fuck? Huh. That must mean when they saw the body that it was determined that she was cut up after she died. Or, yeah, or dumped, right? It's part of a story that... She hit her head or whatever. Let's hear from his former roommate. What kind of guy you think he is, Jen? Good guy? Um, kind of weird, but brilliant. Quiet, keeps to himself. Like Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory. As federal prosecutors mull over whether to seek the death penalty, we're hearing from the suspect's former roommate. Boston 25 News reporter Drew Caritas is live in Boston with that interview. I got goosebumps. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like... That's Lewis. I couldn't believe it, but then I could, like, I could, you know? She describes him as creepy oh, and at times aggressive. He would, like, walk into my room. Like, if I didn't have a lock, like, he'd just walk in 
in like his underwear. Like he would touch my thigh. Hey, sincerely accept my apology about earlier. It was not my intention to make you feel uncomfortable. I only wanted to do some roommate bonding. I have to remember not everyone becomes comfortable with people being in their personal space as quickly as I do. Anyways, if there's anything in particular that bothered you, feel free to let me know. I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. Yeah, that's exactly it. It takes some time, and I'm comfortable with you outside and everything, but my room is kind of like my space. My own little bubble, in a way. You feel me? I'm not the type to speak up on things like that, because I want to make, don't want to make you feel uncomfortable or awkward, but I, but I appreciate it. I really do. No, I get that. Feel free to speak your mind to me. If you have something personal to share, just pull me aside and talk to me. Just not public or behind my back. That way, neither one of us is uncomfortable, and I can fix what I'm doing that's inadvertently, and then the screen cuts it off. Yeah. All right. So, he's a fuck creep. He would just stay in his room. Like, he... He literally never left his room, like, ever. That was one of the weird things. Like, he was, like, 30, but, like, he never worked. The geography of this is very interesting because he lived in Providence, worked in Portsmouth. Rhode Island. Rhode Island, which is far from Providence. You have to go it's – not, it's not close. You have to take you have to take a bridge. My sister lives in Newport, which is one of the next towns over from Portsmouth, and, it, and she says that some days it takes her an hour to get to her internship in Providence because of traffic. You're either going to have to go, but that's honestly a typical commute, typical commute for New England, right? Right, I guess. So, what was he doing? In, like, how does this? I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't. He like why wasn't he out in you know honestly I'm glad he wasn't out in Newport because that could have been my sister you know what I mean like but like why wasn't he in Providence or why was he why was he in Boston what was he doing by himself in Boston he worked in Portsmouth Rhode Island his neighbor said that he would basically go to Raytheon all day work and then at night go clubbing every night hmm. I mean again not, Providence is not far from Boston now it's yeah. like in that little over an hour away so yeah, if you live true. in Providence it's a small small city so a lot of people from Providence would go up to Boston and vice versa and go party or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Boston's the big city. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I would prefer to go to Providence because it was a little bit closer to to home than Boston. But damn, like, what if he did go out in Newport? Like, what if he encountered my sister at any point? Like, that's that's really scary. That's... WBZ's chief investigator Cheryl Fiadaka is live in studio now with more. Cheryl? Well, Paula, David Lewis Coleman's cousin tells us he grew up with him, says he comes from a good family and has a master's degree in physics. I mean, he was always that cousin that everyone wanted to be like. You know, he he had all the games, had all the toys. You know, I grew up in a nice house. I, I have no idea what could have got him in this situation. I, mean, I don't even think he was arrested before. As soon as I saw that information, like, you know, like, you feel bad that it's happening to your family. But as for him, it's like, I, I don't really feel too bad. You know, I feel sorry for the, the girl, her family, my own family, you know, his parents. Uh, one thing that did, that is, you might see in the news, on February 17th, which is about a week before this, Coleman, he called his local police department to report someone knocking on his apartment door. Now, he would hmm. he told them that he repeatedly would ask who was out there, but he never got a reply back. This was an all-night thing, and he was too scared to actually go and see. It's kind of weird. Hmm. I don't know. That was like the only report he ever made. So I don't know if he was like on drugs. This was a sketch... 
that came out from a DNA profile. The Plymouth County District Attorney's Office, along with State and Brockton Police, released a composite sketch Tuesday morning of a West African or Cape Verdean descent. Now, there were two bodies found in a wooded area in Brockton. Two girls, one was already a skeleton. The other one was badly decomposed, which means it was a dump site and... Whoever killed both those girls, killed one, dropped her off, the one that was skeleton, Mm -hmm. then killed another one weeks later, whatever, dropped that one off in the same spot. Mm -hmm. Now, the whole thing with this case is everyone's saying that Coleman is a potential match for this guy, which I don't know if I could see Mm -hmm. or not. So here's how this DNA works. You take a little bit of DNA, and this system using the phenotypes and genotypes and the strands of DNA. I don't know how that all works. They basically make a profile of what the eye color would be like, how Mm -hmm. far the eyebrows are, like what color hair they would have, the skin tone, the, how big the ears are, you know, and it's very advanced. So a lot of people are saying, and I don't know, you guys tell me, do these guys look the same? Because if this is the same guy, then Coleman is also, he's not just a killer of this Jesse Correa, he's also a serial killer because he's killed two women and he has brutally raped at least three, possibly more. These rapes, violent rapes, actually occurred October 2013, November 2013, and January 2014, and I doubt he just stopped after that. Because who just stops after that? The only thing about that is... They said he he didn't move to Boston until 2017. He was in in 2013, according to his website. He was he was still like in California. There's definitely a possibility that I think there are some features that are similar. Um, I don't know that these can be 100 percent accurate because there's literally like millions of different yeah ways that your DNA can match up. I don't think there's a ton of similarities in general with I don't the photo. Either. I think like. Eye distance, nose shape, just bone structure. I don't. Face I don't face shape. see um, a ton of similarities. Skin color, but I mean, it, this could have been. It doesn't mean that he didn't commit other crimes before that we don't know about. Or this could be the the first crime uh, uh, that he could have committed of many potentially in his future. I don't see it. A lot of people on the forums are like, yeah, it's a match. I think it's apophenia. Yeah. I, don't I, I think a it's match. a stretch. I think that you're trying to make, or these people are trying to make it force the narrative here. I, I don't see it, but you know what they're doing now is they're actually testing the DNA to see if it's him. So we'll know in a few days. Mm. We don't know now. The last time I checked, and this is the 5th of March, no one knows but I'm definitely going to keep you guys updated. And if you're if you're Taco Supremo, yeah. and if you're not, go to talkmer.com slash join. If you want to keep up with all these updates, plus get a cool swag bag, stickers, shout outs, all the nines. I mean, we just throw it all at you. Mm-hmm. Plus updates on this case, go to talkmer.com slash join. Support the small guys. Don't put your money in CBS and all that other crap. They make billions already. We... 
actually have full-time jobs, all of us, and we sit here and we don't have production crews. We do this because we love our fans. We love our community, our Talco community, and we'll eventually love you. So any any questions on the story? No, I think it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah, I wanted to give it's, you... It is very sim- interesting, the suitcase thing with the Valerie Reyes case. Like, it's just, yeah. it's a we- kind of a weird, I don't know, weird trend lately. Yeah. It's, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre. And the thing I'm concerned about is what he drugged her with. Because if you look on his website, I mean, he's a very smart dude. He wrote his thesis on the physics of respiration and sleep. So he knows is that how what to that translated to? Uh, what? Yeah. Is that what that thesis translated to? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Phasmocomology. It definitely had to do with breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that is it. Yeah, that's what it translates is a uh-huh. phasmocomology or something. I don't know, but it's weird because uh, you got all this talent. You work for the one of the top defense companies in the world, and I mean, and you're a Possible serial killer. It's just weird. Yeah. But like I said, this story was for my future step. Nope. My fu- this story was for my future mother-in-law, Renee. Thank you so much for texting me and telling me you're really interested in this story and you want me to tell it for you. I hope I got all the facts straight for you and, and maybe gave you some insights that you didn't know. And uh, please let me know if you liked it or not. So. I'm sure she will give you that feedback. Yeah, and this is and this is all for you, all for Mama Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to this special episode of Talk Murder to Me. Can you explain? Is this Newtonian gravity or Einstein's gravity theory of gravity? Well, Einstein was a theory of relativity, so it would be Sir Isaac Newton. I know, but there's two different ones. Sir Isaac Newton has... Baby, I'm just going to do you a favor. If you want to talk about this, maybe explain this in your normal voice to sound smart. <laughs> yeah. there, well, there every news station says Carrera. Well, so. they're wrong. There well, was someone, someone in my high school with that last name. I don't care. I'm going to say Carrera. I live in Little Portugal. It's Korea. Maybe there's a magic boo 